0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: You're listening to the Hawksby and
2: Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, Welsh comedian and podcaster Ellis James joined us to have a bit of a chat. Um, We also spoke to Gary Johnson, the Talkie United manager, who went viral over the weekend, but not in the way, Andy, you thought, as we'll
3: discover. That's true. And uh, we watched England collapse in the cricket. Uh, It was
2: very, very enjoyable, wasn't it? If only we had the uh, mics on. You could hear what Andy was saying in the breaks. The language Um, and the Clips of the Month we brought you as well. And we had a bit of a chat. Uh, And so here it all is. (laughs)
3: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yeah, good afternoon, Paul. And uh, I watched a lot of the cricket yesterday because it was hard to get too excited about England versus yeah. Andorra. England B, wasn't it? Yeah, really? it was difficult. The Andorran keeper, I thought he should have been playing in Soccer Aid. Yeah. You're in the second half when the celeb keepers come on. But it
2: stands to reason if that's the way you play all the time, you'll be oh, pretty no. good at it, even if you're not a very good team what you will the, the problem was even at 1-0 there was no jeopardy was there because sometimes at 1-0 you think well it only takes one chance well they're not going to get one chance no. they're not getting out their own half it so was, it, it, they defended pretty well for a long time exactly, of the game. because that's all they ever practiced they don't play yeah. attack versus defence they play defence versus defence which do. is not an easy thing to practice
3: I was quite impressed with the uh, Andorran centre back St Nicholas um, <laughs> a lot of English teams were looking to sign him yeah. but he, he can't play boxing days. he's always an absolutely exhausting. I, mean, I suppose it's
2: difficult, and you'd need him Boxing Day. Anyway, let's get this over with. We're yes. a- we're asking for some great misunderstandings this afternoon, because <laughs> Andy did an absolute corker. Uh, you may have seen. The, we're going to talk to Gary Johnson, the Talkie United manager, uh, later on, and uh, it's a kind of viral clip. this clip's been doing the rounds of the mm. Talkie coach pulling up outside a pub where a lot of Talkie United fans. Are they travelled to uh, an away game? Is it Maidenhead, John? Yeah, they got the Maidenhead for the game. And uh, Gary They're in a good mood. Four three win. Yeah, four, well they were 4-0 up at half time, so oh, like a bit nervy, a bit nervy, but uh, made hard work of it. But anyway, yeah. Gary gets off the coach. Gary Jones, of course, you know, yeah. seasoned coach, international coach, Latvia over the years. He gets off the piles of boxes of uh, Domino's pizzas. Yeah. You know, it's quite important, really, that we, as I know, other pizzas are available, of course, but this is they quite. They were the in- normal Domino's colours. They were. Black and white. You know, maybe you were watching in black and white. No, you you haven't. Haven't. they were. <laughs> Andy, I've got, I've watched the clip. It's it's a classic Domino's pizza box. Yeah, there's no no, no. So anyway, unless they've gone, There's Newcastle Domino's pizzas. They've picked them up. So um, he wanders over to the fans, and there's a big cheer from the fans, and he hands them. The, the pizzas that the boys had left on the coach so they can have a bit of a pizza with their beer. So the first thing Andy says to me, what, he says, why were they handed for a fence? Were they in prison? I said, no, it's just the fence in the pub and, and the coach has pulled up and he's handed them through there. Yeah,
3: he held, then, the, the lights, he, he held yeah, people up behind him. But but he just said, the headline said, um, Gary Johnson, I love Gary Johnson, I think it was Hel- Helen Chamberlain tweeted yeah. it and said, uh, uh, here he is giving the fans dominoes. And I yeah. thought... Well, that's very
2: nice. How the have they only got so many spare sets of dominoes on the coach? <laughs> that's right. The first thing, before he realised it was pizzas, uh, he thought that um, a load of 20-something footballers coming back from Maiden and going down to the West Country yeah. all play dominoes. They're not on TikTok, they're not playing games on their phone, they're not on Instagram. Yeah, they all play dominoes. The only sound you can ever hear on the um, talkie, talkie coach, coach coming home is this. That's it. That's all that happens. So that but that's a corker that you originally yeah, thought. but all. So why would Gary Johnson think, here boys, we've got three or yeah. four sets of dominoes here, we're not using them all, let's mm. stop because the boys <laughs> in the pub at Maidenhead yeah. would like nothing better now than a game of dominoes. No, I suppose that... it is a pub sport. Well, yeah. But that's a corking, uh, we're, we're looking for What's some misunderstandings misunderstanding, no? on that yeah. level. Um, Dominoes for Dominoes—you get the idea with that. We are going to have a chat with Gary to find out why they had so many pizzas left, and just we'll get the full story. Um, David Nugent will be joining us. We're going to reflect on yesterday's game. He had a very limited time to impress against Andorra. He scored, though, of course, that was the difference. A yeah. quite a memorable goal on the on the line—a spinning ball on I the fell line for
3: Bamford, really. Because yeah, he just had no service at all, he, From what I could see, i was not watching all of it, but no.
2: But it was—we'll um, mm. be we'll be chatting about that. It was it was a tough game to enjoy. So it did have a. Fair of those sort of England B fixtures that they used to do back that in the 90s. he came on for his 131st cap. Yeah. I mean, he's played against everybody. I thought it was a great
3: stat from Sam Matafase, <clears throat> actually. he played against both Ronaldo's in their peak. Yeah. And his name's Hildefonce Lima. And I was thinking, it's Hildefonce, a popular name in Andorra.
2: Yeah. Hildefonce. <laughs> it's Alden. the John. It's the John of Andorra. Yeah. <laughs> Almost certainly. Absolutely. So, uh, get in touch. Um, there were some great misunderstandings along those lines. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet to TSHNJ. That's TSH, A-N-D-J. I'm just making it up H and J. That's it. That's the way so it works. Yeah. Uh, we've got some clips of the month for you later on. Um, you you played me something that I think some of the listeners may know, but Barnus Labashain, the Australian cricketer, yeah. has, has got, I mean, he's got this thing. That he's doing now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's,
3: it's, it's designed to really annoy the fielding side and it mm. works. And I, I wasn't aware of it until I saw it on TikTok. And I, I knew that he sort of copied Steve Smith as kind of a lab a exaggerated leave as he lets the ball go. Yeah. But as he does it, he, he shouts. Well, because we're this.
2: used to batsmen saying no, you know, if yeah, they're not yeah. going to run. Yeah. But he has got this thing going on. Have a listen to this. Or no, maybe not. <laughs> Well, before you, I'll tell you what, <laughs> what we're, we're looking, looking for. for, it. for it, yes. it was
3: the uh, Best Mullet Cup in France yesterday. Okay, oh, we're not talking we? about
2: that today. Oh, are we? Oh, I'm hoping. To. No, I oh, I didn't. It, was it, was didn't nice. it would have been nice. It would have been nice. No, it's not on the oh, list. Oh, no, I thought.
3: Because uh, Britain were
2: represented by Hayden Mullet. Oh, <laughs> oh it, yes, of course was, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. We it, we? We've got it now. This is what oh, Shane does. No It's
3: really irritating. I mean, it's obviously yeah. no run. It's just gone straight to the keeper.
2: Yes, but um, the stuff that gets said on the field of play, not in the crowd so much, but uh, certainly on the field of play, we'd love. Uh, if you've got batsmen you play with or are that elaborate, maybe there's footballers you play with you have got certain things they keep saying throughout the game. Um, you can let us know this afternoon, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet j and I'm reading uh, The the, uh, the Father Corner by uh, Harry Pearson. He, he spoke to us on the show yeah, last sure. week, and um, I've been reading it over the weekend. It's a great book. There's some brilliant stories in there. One of which is he goes to a, um, a, a Northern Premier Division game, and he sees a bloke tipping milk uh, into his bovril.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> Puts a little
2: bit of milk, like a, a milk top on the bovril. <laughs> Frothing. And he noticed, discu- he noticed... Bovril latte. That's He disgusting. noticed Harry looking at him, and he said... Oh what he said it it makes it it makes it smoother. Was well, that was his? <laughs> that's 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 like Harry, more, was probably dry heaving. But singing, then yeah. then he adds he feels like he should add something more because he realised how bad it looks. He said, well you. On a consomme, you'd put a bit of cream, wouldn't you? No. (laughs) He thinks that's the same argument. (laughs) That's very funny. So if you've seen anybody doing some impromptu stuff uh, Mm. around sports catering, we would love to hear from you this afternoon. Highly recommended book. It's a a great read, lots of great stories. Can I
3: just say, well played to Rory Burns, a very nice 50, but... Mm. uh, I just can't, I can't when I bat, when I watch him bat, it's, it reminds me of the Transformers my kids used to play with yeah. do you remember those things that move in sort of all different ways that's right? it Transformers he's got that Batman move remember, that,
2: remember those things like they used to have a giraffe or something and you push the bottom of it yeah. and it just sort of move <laughs> yeah. that's a bit, it it's a bit like that a bit wizard of Oz at like times that. So, yeah, to get in touch on all of that, TalkSport.com, text 81089.
3: Tim is on Sky. see what's happened to him with his clothes? He's got that he's got mod. He's got so he, mod. Hey, has
2: he's always been very mod. Oh, no, he's, he's got an oh, no. extra mod. Has he really? Yeah, he must he, be, I think he's been around, around Rio to... on a scooter with a Parker on <laughs> I think so. Trying to start fights on the beach if yeah. anybody with long hair. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs
2: Daily Podcast. I didn't see Soccer Aid, Andy. I know you watch it most years. Did you fun. enjoy it? Yeah.
3: yeah, it was really good. And uh, Lee Mack, he, he got a, a nice goal, which is brilliant for him. You know, exciting. It wasn't a mm. penalty; it was proper. Strike right, uh, but uh, yeah, it was good fun, it was really good. It's a it raises so much money, and mm. uh, you know, the football's not great, but some of the celebs Tom Grennan did well. Well, he mm-hmm. was it was it Luton, wasn't he? Yeah, was it, he'd, he'd been be at a decent, club as a but, kid, uh, a lot, you know, a lot of the celebs weren't, weren't great, but you know, and some of the old some of the, <laughs> at one point said, uh, Roberto Carlos had a free kick, and Sam said,
2: Oh, Roberto Carlos, he can hit him. You know, yeah, well, yes, he can,
3: Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: He definitely can hit He it. can hit him, but he hasn't really hit one since the tournoi, has he? Really, this <laughs> no. is the thing. It's the only he time he ever did. He has traded out on that one for, for a long yeah, time, yeah, yeah. 1997, whatever it was. That's so true. true. So do get in touch this afternoon. Uh, talksport.com, text 81089. Tweet TS Agent J Daz says my twelve-year-old has been saying "no run" in yeah. the Labouchein style at random times all through the school holidays. Yeah, because it's on t- It's no become reason. a TikTok craze. Yeah, that's why that's people right. start miming to it and all that. And I can uh, r- I can assure uh, Marnus that it really does get on your wick. Yes, <laughs> Daz. Daz.
3: <laughs> um, a,
2: I think that is the idea of it. Yeah, you know, I suppose basically. it would start by. I mean, you, you know, you start bowling short stuff at him because it's well, driving yeah, basically bowling
3: it, his stumps and then go, "no
2: run." Yes. <laughs> Damn. I was an agency waiter in Teddington at this hotel," says Matt. "It was Carl Leeburn's wedding. Mm. Um, general chaos occurred when we discovered that the chefs had cooked chicken instead of salmon. But I missed like forty towels. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so if you're a room full of minor football stars trying to eat chicken with fish knives. Hang on, but that's oh, the, oh, the humanity immediately comes to mind. So uh, I'm sure that, I'm sure they'd slam it like that. You know,
3: quite tricky though. <laughs>
2: We well, won't be that tricky, but it's still a knife. Well, you, mm, Imagine that. Just Carl looks you, back on the wedding and goes, and when I look back on knife. that day, can you try and eat chicken with a fish knife? Going, yeah, that's what, what footballers what, would
3: say, not a lot of purchase with a yeah, fish knife. <laughs> not
2: a lot of per- Very little backlift. not a lot of purchase. <laughs> anyway, Ellis James joins us very shortly. Uh, we'll take you around Europe at the World Cup qualifiers <laughs> and look at some other transfer stories today with uh, Lars Sivetson. So we we'll keep you in touch with the cricket. Gary Johnson clears up that um, uh, pizza situation, as Glenn's probably calling mm. it. And um, yeah, we'll look back on the WSL the first weekend. Faker others will be. It was happy about Chelsea. Oh yeah, mm. you're starting to get <laughs> slightly psychotic about Chelsea's women now as well, I, are you? I was quite annoyed about it. It <laughs> doesn't take Which much. Which is a good sign. It's good. It is a good, it is a good sign. sign. It's a good Arsenal's sign. Arsenal's women are much it better was the than day the women's football team. truly arrived, when Andy started going mad about Chelsea's <laughs> women losing to Arsenal. Anyway, I, I thought we should have had a goal advantage
3: from thrashing the men's team. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. positive aggregate <laughs> so situation. Yeah, I'm not
2: sure
1: that's healthy. No. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Annie Jacobs here on Talk Sport. The socially distant sports bar guys are going on tour. Uh, mm. Alice James, Mike Bubbins, and Steph Guerrero. Joining us now to tell us about that, talk a bit of Wales after their uh, fine victory yesterday is uh, Alice James. Hi, Alice.
4: Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, Pretty we're good. good
2: thanks. Yeah. Um, I think he's relieved I, after that result.
4: I, do you know what this relief? It's. I mean, it's almost twenty four hours since the game, but I just cannot stop thinking about Gareth Bale. What did we do to deserve him?
6: Yeah.
4: What do we do when he retires? Who do I pay? How do we <laughs> get another one? He went to the same school. He was in the same year as Sam Warburton, mm. and was two years below Gareth Thomas. The P teacher at which I Cardiff, he, he he needs a statue as well as a <laughs> statue. What a, what a man! <laughs> the the yeah. thing is,
3: though, with Gareth, it'd be better if he stopped playing club football. He hates club football. He only likes playing for
2: Wales. It's clear. It's so obvious. Yeah. He should just well, he give up, retire from club, club football, and, and just, just play international. Keep keep himself ticking over, yeah. and uh, and just yeah. play international football. We're first,
4: wouldn't he, I? Would think. I mean, I would love it. And then he could play until he was 45. Yeah. I, I, it, all, it already worries me how I'll react when he retires. Because I'm, I'm 40. So when I was 10, hmm. which I think i think most football fans, how football is when they're about 10, that's how it's kind of solidified in their minds, if you know what I mean. So when I was 10, we had Ian Rush, Mark Hughes, and Neville Southall, and um, Dean Saunders. And I never thought we'd get a better player than Ian Rush. And then Ryan Giggs came along, and I thought, okay, that's it now. You know that that's where it ends. But Gareth, I mean, the memories he's given Wales fans, and he's got almost as many goals as John Charles had caps. Mm. You know, he's got ninety-eight caps, thirty-six goals. He's he's an absolute phenomenon. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, It's it's interesting with
3: Wales. You mentioned those great players there. Comparing them to Scotland or Ireland, they do seem to produce some world-class players, which makes
4: a difference in these qualifying tournaments. We've always had. We've always had one or two world class players, apart from the re- the real low points. And we're a bit like, it's not really like England. We're, we're quite cyclical. So the team, the sort of the the, the Craig Bellamy, John Hartson, and Simon Davis, Ryan Giggs team of of under Mark Hughes in about two thousand and three was a good side. And then mm-hmm. the, the early nineties team under Yorif, with Rush Hughes and Southall and Saunders. So so then a young guy, Speed, and a young. Ryan gigs, and then before that, the sort of the late seventies team at Toschak and Jorath. There's always been a few good players. I think the reason, one of the reasons we we started qualifying is that it's easier to qualify. The, the Euros is now a 24 team tournament. Until 1996, it was an eight team tournament. Before 1980, it was a four team tournament. Mm. So it's, it's only quite recently that the Euros has been a sort of competitor to the to the World Cup, and it's a real shame because. Scotland would often beat us to the punch. They qualified at our expense in, in 86 and, and in 78 as well. And those teams, I always think if, they, if they'd if they got there, if they'd been able to get over the line, they'd have been able to give a, a good account of themselves. But the the Ramsey and Bale age, I mean, we'll miss those two when they're gone because there's, there's, they also seem so dedicated to the cause. Bale in particular, I mean, to get almost 100 caps. Um, is 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 remarkable, really? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just cannot speak highly enough of him.
2: I mean, it, it felt quite pivotal that game yesterday. It felt like when, when we'd have
4: lost in a, in any other era. Yeah, thirteen mean, players missing yesterday.
2: Exactly, and that, I mean, if you look back on, I think oh, if you do qualify and you look back, you say that was the moment because if people didn't see the game, well, it was one nil up, two one down. They let in a couple of goals. Then uh, Bello said a couple of. Good chances. Um, it could have been 4-1 at one oh. point. But Wales got their way back into it and um, they, uh, Gareth Bale scored the, the, the final goal of his hat-trick in injury time. Uh, it yeah. was just bonkers. And within the you know within the context of the group, you've already beaten the Czech Republic at home. You wanted to keep the pressure on them. You've got games in hand. So you are pretty much set. I mean, yeah. I know it's very early days, but it feels like you've got a really good chance of finishing second in the
4: group. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, the players and Rob Page will say we're trying to finish top, but Belgium are, you know, the, yeah. the world's best team according to the rankings. And it would be, an extraordinary achievement to finish top with the form Belgium are in. We lost 3-1 to them um, in the first game of the qualification series or of this round of games, I should say. But um, yeah, and that team that beat Italy in 2002, which was a really good side to beat them 2-1 in Cardiff, that team never played with each other again because of injuries or suspensions. And that qualification campaign fizzled out a bit. Whereas what's happened over the last few years, we we've blooded a lot of youngsters, mm-hmm. youngsters who might not be playing Premier League football, but they've played a lot of international football, and that's absolutely crucial because then you are reliant on your superstars, and if they deliver, they've got a really good base to work from as well. And you know, in my time watching Wales certainly into the in under Toshak for instance when we get an awful lot of dropouts and you're playing a second eleven, are we're, we're too small a country to play a second eleven and compete. And that's always been the case. And you know, we're a country of 3.1 million people, that's that's, that's life. That's the, you know, those are the cards we've been dealt. But yesterday beating Belarus, another 89th in the world. But to do it when you're missing players because of COVID protocols and because of visa issues and suspension, in Harry Wilson's case, and injuries, it's, it's massive. So, you know, it, it it must be funny to if you're an England fan or a France fan or a Germany fan, listen to this, because you'd think, you know, why is he so pleased that they've beaten <laughs> Belarus? <laughs> honest, honest, also, we weren't even playing in Belarus. We were... No. Two and a half thousand miles away in Kazan, which doesn't ease things either. So we've done a lot of travelling. Because so we were in Helsinki on Wednesday. So yeah, it's 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 big. On to Estonia now in Cardiff Wednesday nights. Yeah, look, well, look,
2: it's all it's all pretty much set fair, which is good. So on to the tour, and uh, we saw Mike Bubin's when we were in Cardiff during the, the Euros, and uh, had a chat with him, and he was telling us that you were going to take it uh, on the road. For those that haven't heard. Uh, the podcast, uh, Ellis going to b- explain. It kind of is. A, it's a kind of football podcast, which most of the time isn't about football, but that's
4: a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it started off definitely as a sports podcast. Mm, yeah, um, I would say it's now a comedy podcast with sport chucked in. Mm. But the, the the sport when we do discuss the sport, we do quite well, I think, because Steph Guerrero was he was a journalist for BBC Wales for twenty five years. He you know he commentated with Roy Jones Jr. on Calzaghe fight. You know, he's he's had lunch with Joe Frazier and Nigel Havers, all, all sorts of things. <laughs> he, he he knows everyone. He's He's got, you know, he's personal friends with Gerard Thomas. If you're a Welsh sports person over the last 20 years, Steph will know you. Hmm. And he's been there and seen it all. Mike played first class rugby and also was um, a PE teacher for 12 years. It was not just rugby. He can talk about any sport really. And I'm, I love my football. And we, we started off, Taken it quite seriously and we would, we would make notes and we would talk about you know uh, all, all sorts of quite in-depth sporting stuff. And then by, by episode five or six, we just tried making each other laugh and it's just grown from there. And um, it, it, it happened in lockdown. Steph said, listen, the three of us are already texting each other our favourite YouTube clips. You know, when there was no sport at all yeah. in the yeah. Let's Let's turn this into a podcast, see what happens. And it was honestly, it was the highlight of my week because it was mm. the closest thing I would come to having a sort of social event where we'd meet up on a Sunday night and on Zoom and have a couple of beers and talk about, you know, football, rugby, cricket, whatever took our fancy. And um, Mike and Steph really liked their American sport as well, which was completely new to me. I've, I've I've been introduced to an awful lot of stuff I would never would have watched. But um, it's, yeah, it's 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 the fact it makes people laugh so much is what I think is it's, mm. Strength, but yeah, we're going on tour. So the first show is at the Hackney Empire on Saturday, the eighteenth of September, and then we're at Hackney again the following night. And there's a few tickets left for the second show. So, so if you that's fancy, it, so not distantpod. confined to com. Wales, the fans and people are enjoying it all over the country, which is a good thing. They are, yeah. We're going on a we're going on a British tour. So we'll be in Belfast in November, November the thirteenth, Edinburgh on October the twenty third. It seems to have. Um, resonated I think with sports fans especially people who go to games Mm. and I think because the three of us had quite normal upbringings we talk a lot about the sport we played as kids or as teenagers or in our 20s so Mike will talk about things that happened to him on the pitch and Steph played a lot of rugby, Steph boxed as well I played a lot of football so we, we talk about our backgrounds, and I think it it resonates with a lot of people. So yeah, we've got a lot of listeners in the in London, in the North of England, and Scotland. And we were going to try and get over to Dublin, but COVID got in the way. Because the other exciting thing, which I I never could have foreseen, is that actual sports people like it. So we've we've ended up on um the WhatsApp groups because all football teams and rugby squads and cricket squads they all have WhatsApp groups. So mm. you listen to this, you're watching that. We've ended up on a few of those, so we could do a first fifteen of social distance sports bar listeners that, that, would, that would probably win a world cup. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really is. exciting, isn't it? <laughs> A lot of the British Lions listen, a lot of the Irish seven squad were listening during the Olympics. So. Yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, it's it's good fun.
2: Yeah, and there's some good
4: stories in there.
2: I mean, I I'm just just finally are you going to do a few greatest hits uh, or, or you, is it all going to be sort of
4: fresh material just see how the evening? It's completely improvised. Mm-hmm. It's a new show every night. So if you okay. if you fancy it, you could do all do the ten whole or whatever, tour. Whatever like a season the ticket. <laughs> We've got some people who are coming to more than one. Yeah, quite a few are coming to Hackney and then going to Belfast as well. A few are doing the Cardiff dates and then go to Belfast yeah. so Belfast away is going to be a good one it's a matinee but where's the play Belarus in the evening so we're ah. looking for a venue so we're <laughs> going to take over some pub in Belfast and turn it into a little corner away with us
2: Nice one well, Best of luck with the tour and uh, Thank you Good to talk to you Ellis thanks very much
4: Yes thank you for having me
2: There we are there's uh, Ellis James there you can catch him with Mike Bubbins and Steph Guerrero on the Socially Distant Sports Bar Tour this autumn. The
1: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: <laughs> just turn it off. I can't do this show watching. this. rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> which, which may give you a clue to the fact that we are heading back to the Oval where there's been an update Wickets-wise, here's John Norman.
5: Well, don't worry, Andy, your show's on till four, and I'm not sure England will still be playing cricket uh, at three. 147 for six, Moeen Ali's been uh, gone uh, for a duck. Uh, very difficult for the left-hander, uh, facing Jadeja, who's just throwing it up there into the uh, the footholds, and he's getting sharp turn into the left-handed batsman, uh, New to the crease... Uh, propping forward, hard hands, thick inside edge, and it's gone straight to short legs. So, uh, a third batsman to fall in single figures, and England lost four wickets for just six runs. Uh, England now staring at heavy defeat when they did have outside hopes of victory. 147 for six now.
3: 77 for naught to 147 for six on a pitch that's 350 minimum, yeah. and you haven't even tried. It is beyond belief, it's disgusting. It's, it's like losing 6 nil. this. It's so poor.
5: The, the prob- the, uh, to be honest with you, I came out here today after watching England for the last two days and I thought to myself that England, at the very least, should be able to avoid losing 10 wickets on this track. But the key difference between these two sides is the fact that India... Ability? Well, yeah, but India have actually got a spinner... And he's not even the best spinner in their team. I mean, in their squad. I mean, Ashwin, if Ashwin had played, England would probably be 3-0 down by now. But essentially, what Shadeja offers Coley, which Moeen Ali, and I love Moeen Ali, as to most people, what Moeen Ali doesn't offer Joe Root is control at one end. So even when there's nothing happening on the pitch over a course of a day, you can at least stem the run rate. And you only have to look yesterday at the amount of overs that Jimmy Anderson bowled, 33. Chris Wokes hasn't played for a year. He had to bowl 32. Now, on a day when the, uh, the seamers are bowling those kind of overs, you'd expect the spinner to have bowled about 60. Well, Moeen Ali, because he was going over four and over, bowled 26. So what that means is Joe Root kept having to go back to the same three bowlers because Robinson also bowled 32, and they just couldn't do it because you cannot bowl with the same intensity and speed when you're bowling your sixth spell as you can with your first and second. Coley, on the other hand has got a bowler who can tie up one end, and it means he can rotate his pace bowlers at the other, meaning every single time they bowl, they're fresh. It's it's not rocket science, this. You pick a spinner, you pick a balanced side, and you'll win more often than you're not. But, unfortunately, Joe Root and England do not back the best spinner in the country, Jack Leach, but you cannot tell me that he wouldn't have done a better job for England with the ball in hand uh, no disrespect to Moeen Ali, but he would have—he is a better spinner than Moeen Ali, and possibly we should start playing him. He's
3: probably a better batsman than Moeen Ali
5: as well. <laughs> well Ali he bat- probably is. Ali batted, mean, you know. Ali ba- look, Ali batted r- reasonably well in the first innings, but that shot, you know, England, remember, first innings, they were leading by 30 or 40. and um, They had two set batsmen at the crease. England should have had a first innings lead of around 150, 200 on that track. And they didn't. And unfortunately, that Ali shot, even the player himself said it was a it was a huge moment in the match. Um, it's very very sad scene. It's not Moan Ali's fault, by the way. There's Johnny Bairstow and Ollie Pope will look back at their shots as well and, and think that wasn't really needed on I mean, the occasion. The
3: only, the only one that was got out was uh, Rory Burns. That was a good ball. It he was a do, very, very good
5: ball. But this is the other thing, right? Because your deja's bowling there is a little bit of reverse because because Deja and and he can bowl the amount of overs he is he's, he's basically making sure that the ball is roughing up on one side and then there is actual reverse swing out there and we didn't see that for two days when England were playing and India are getting it to shape in or shape away, depending on whether they're bowling right hand or left hander and they've got spin at the other end. Completely, completely different. I've just mm. watched England bowl. India just made 446. England bowl for 148 overs, and uh, they could be bowled out for the second new ball here. Yeah.
2: And another Test match on Friday at Old Trafford. Well, and we oh, don't bother.
3: But this, we really, honestly, just call it off now. And we've flopped all thing. the frontline and, bowlers, not And we?
5: this is exactly the point. Jimmy Anderson, are you really going to turn to a bloke who's turning 40 and say, right, I know you've just bowled 50 overs, but three days later, um, can you bowl again? Same with Robinson and Wokes. And this was the danger, and England were looking at re- resting one of Anderson and Robinson, but because it was one over two to play, they could, they just gambled, essentially, and the gamble has, the gamble has not paid off.
2: I'll pick Darren Stevens you're going to do i well, bring in a completely deficit that will be the Andy Jacobs <laughs> select the President's 11 <laughs> the Andy Jacobs they just know Joe Root phones him tonight says go on then Pick your eleven players. You, you, you've got well, I can do worse than him. <laughs> okay, John. We'll bring you in as a consultant. The pair of you can get it sorted out. So uh, we'll speak to you later. Thanks yeah. a lot, John, John Norman. There at uh, the Oval, where it's 149. I just six. had a fiver on England. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. You just had a fiver on England to win. Well, you know um, the odds. I mean, what odds did you get, Andy? Oh, uh, about twelve to one. Is that all? Yeah, really. Hmm. I just I, that's, well, it was before the sixth wicket. That's went, a bit yeah. skinny, isn't probably it? Probably higher <laughs> now. <laughs> I think it probably <laughs> is. I mean, it might be well, a thousand to one at the <laughs> moment. You would think, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good from England's point of view. Probably all over before tea. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talksport. Hundred and fifty up for England. Uh, the target, unfortunately, was three hundred and sixty-eight. Um. So, yeah, they've got some work to do. And there's a new ball coming soon to make it even worse. They don't even need a ball. It's <laughs> so useless. Suppose supposed to get out, hit wicket. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a yeah, little clip has uh, been doing the rounds on social media. Uh, of uh, the talky coach, after their f- uh, win at Maidenhead, pulling up and the manager emerging with a number of pizza boxes mm. that he hands uh, through a fence into pub to cheer in Torquay fans so there's a, f- there's a few questions uh around this and here to answer them why have dominoes changed their box no, well. I, it was the same <laughs> box they always have andy <laughs> gary johnson the Torquay united manager joins us hi gary hello there.
6: good afternoon
2: yeah you've gone viral what about that <laughs> nice so how how did this all come about what talk us through it it's,
6: well, it sort of came about, you know, all the best things happened uh, very quickly without any thought. We stopped at some lights. Some of our players after the game that live in London had gone straight home. So we had more pizzas than we needed on the bus. <laughs> um, and they were on my table and we just stopped off at some lights and we saw, see all our supporters still singing and drinking as it were. And I thought, well, we're, we're only going to throw these away later on. And it was just a, you know... In, <laughs> A spur of the moment thing and I asked the driver to open the door. He, he had to stay with two red and two green lights <laughs> yeah. while I got off the bus <laughs> yeah. um, and passed these pizzas through a, a, like a iron fence. It, it looked like they were all in prison. Yeah, See, that's <laughs> what I said. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it did. And, they, um, and they, they appreciated it and we appreciate them. So it was the least I could do for the journey that our supporters have to make every weekend, uh, holiday summers, coming in and out of Torquay.
2: The looks on their faces must have been Hmm. a picture, Gary, when you suddenly (laughs) emerge
6: of all these pizza boxes. Well, it was, uh, you know, they were singing along and uh, I tried to stay there as long as I could, but the looks on the driver's faces that were behind the bus that missed (laughs) two sets of traffic lights. Was a different picture, especially one's an a uh, fan or something. I,
3: I I saw this on Saturday and I thought you were giving them
2: sets of dominoes. Yeah, I Andy thought I Andy thought the boys on the coach liked to <laughs> game of dominoes Just and uh, you had some spare sets. <laughs> which is, oh, no. Yeah, I don't. No, so it's not don't a dominoes that, played on the coach. Is no, that really?
6: Uh, that wouldn't have made the publicity, I don't think. But it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, something like that suddenly. Gets it goes all around, and my parents and family are all going. What what are you doing? You can get better publicity than that, surely?
3: (laughs) No, it's a very nice thing to do, and uh, because we follow talkie with keen interest here, because uh, our producer is one of BBC Devon's finest co-commentators,
2: Charlie Baker of course Bacon. our friend, yeah. is, uh, follows the team so uh, we I do know, keep a very close eye finished. and uh, at yeah. 4-0 uh, Charlie, along with everybody, else, had a bit of a cigar on at the weekend uh, I'm, I'm sure you didn't, you've seen it all in football but uh, yeah. Torquay were coasting against Maidenhead but 4-3 in the end Gary, so a bit bit nervy Yeah it was a bit nervy but
6: uh, the leg held out, I mean it, the, the win was more important than anything else and we 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 needed we let in a couple of early goals. We would had a couple of early sending offs in the previous game, so we wanted to start bright. And, and to be fair, we did, and it just followed right through to to half time. And then we have fallen it up. And as you say, that um, it's the last time I tell the lads that the pizzas and they're not getting the pizzas at the end of the game because I'm giving them away because <laughs> um, he went out and let three goals in, so they got a bit demotivated. But no, to be fair to the opposition, mate, they, they came out and you know put us under pressure, scored a couple of worldy goals, sort of thing, but uh, we held out for our first win, and uh, it was obviously cock-a-hoop, and had we got beat, I'd have never got off the bus. <laughs>
2: no, of course, that's probably true, but it just
3: <laughs>
6: yeah. driven
2: down got below the seats as, you, as the coach <laughs> went past,
6: yeah. It,
3: uh, it was so close last season, wasn't it, Again, he, uh, Promotion, so
2: you know yeah. it's always quite difficult following a season like uh, that. And I this, think. and this year, I mean, it, it's it's even tougher, isn't it? We've you've, we're seeing oh. that the money that a number of the clubs have stopped port spending money and Rex spending yeah.
6: money. Uh... Yeah, that's right. Well, there's there's a few clubs that have realised getting out of this league is not easy. Um, next year they're talking about a salary cap, so this is the last sort of season in in our league where um, you can throw the money at it, mm. but uh, only one goes up, as you know, automatically, mm. and only another one via the playoffs. So you've got your big teams at, like your Stockports, Wrexhams, Notts Counties, Chesterfields that have been in the league and have been desperate to get back into it, us included. But, um, you know, we're, we're just below the radar at the minute uh, of, you know, people that are talking about these top teams and they're not mentioning us. But uh, hopefully it will be there or thereabouts because, you know, we did get very close last year. Mm. And we've got to make sure that we, we don't use that as an excuse that we're still disappointed in, from last year's effort because, actually, the effort was very good. We came second, got to the final, and was unlucky in the final. Anybody who saw it would see that a couple of decisions went against us. So... Uh, Anyway, that's how it goes, and Charlie knows, and as long as he's okay, then uh, I'm okay.
2: <laughs> the, um, you've brought a lot of new players in as well, so is that, I mean, you've made a sort of mixed start of the season, uh, you know, that win and a draw yeah. and a couple of defeats, so is kind of bed all these new players in, is that is that a part of the reason why you've made a sort of indifferent start?
6: Yeah, I, I think, well, the main reason was we were starting 10 men in the first 15, 20 minutes in two of those games. Yeah. Um, And obviously, you know, in our league, you go down to 10 other teams are are clever enough and good enough to to use that to their advantage. But um, when you you get a new group in, they've obviously got to learn your language, the DNA of the club, Mm. you know, what is it? And they've got to sort of learn so they can converse out on the pitch, communicate out on the pitch. And sometimes it takes a little while for four or five new players to, to, to bed in and for the players that were with us last year, to accept the ones that have come in, because mm. you know we lost a few players to to other teams in our league uh, money wise really um, but uh so we've we 've had to build again, and that 's what i 've had to do all my career actually so mm. actually that 's what I thought you was ring for today. you <laughs> talk about all my promotions and <laughs> <laughs> you know, and forty years in football and uh, I end up being famous through. Pizzas, a pizza man, well, deliveroo! No, because
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember we were going to get your own you, scooter you the soon. the thing yeah. where you didn't shave your beard off or
6: something, wasn't That's
2: something? right. We've, we've over the years, Gary, <laughs> we've kept in touch. It was a period <laughs> when you wouldn't shave. I think
6: wasn't there? It was quite a successful no, period. Yeah, though, no, that bro, that's yeah. that's that's right. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, course. yeah. But uh, I always listen to your show. There, how's that?
2: There is well, that's good of you. There is something <laughs> though. Finally, that I think we we would like your expertise, and we've been talking a lot today about we saw Andorra. Uh, beaten yesterday very defensive yeah. and you know uh, with, yeah. and we had San Marino spanked by seven by Poland and it happens yeah. in World Cup qualifiers in European games and you manage yeah. Latvia you know you've been at a, if you like a minor nation I mean what do you what do you make of it do you think the feeling is that they would always rather play big countries and maybe take these heavy defeats rather than end up in a playoff system it, well yeah
6: I mean I thought England was sort of it was a very slow start um, and they, they didn't really ever get going you know there was no need to get going I suppose but then there was 70,000 people there that, that were watching them and I mean when I was in Latvia we, we obviously they, they didn't win many games in in uh, big World Cup or European Cup competitions and I went there and I tried to change the, the ethos of it all by saying look if we're going to get beat let's get beat trying to win you know, because at the end of the day, Andorra still got beat four in the end when the lively England players came on. Um, and, I, you know, the system then, I think, was slightly different. But at the same time, I just think the little countries, why just sit in your own penalty area um, when go and play, go and see what you can do? Yeah. No, yeah, that's certainly be more entertaining. That's for sure. It would be. Yeah. Well,
2: Gary, well, Gary um, good to talk to you. Um, yeah. We'll catch up with you later in the season. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thanks a lot, Gary Johnson. There, the Talkie United manager handing out the spare pizzas. Producer just to put the that fans. interview in for us Sony. I think here yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we want to keep that. It. He's just yeah. going to keep that and play it back later. You totally. find that might be in the podcast. See, just played a lovely shot.
3: He's the only England batsman that plays with a straight bat, full face of the straight bat. It's
2: incredible. Well, he is in good nick at the moment. But he's a good player. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. He's the only player that would get in their team. Well, they have kind of stopped the rot to an extent, but it is all about survival now, clearly, because England's target is 368. Um, That's just another 200,
3: isn't it? What's the problem?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've changed your tune since you had a bet on the win and the draw. Uh, 161 for six. Uh, Can we dare to dream? A new ball is available in... Just under five overs. Which... But it won't swing in the way this one is. It won't no.
3: reverse. So you know, could be good for but, us. Well, if they'd if they'd only lost about three or four wickets, yes, but not in this point. They've got no margin of error now. It's just these two
2: have got a you know bat for about three hours. Yeah, That's not happen It would is it, be really. amazing, wouldn't it? What a story. Anyway. Mm. maybe then they'll have to put out a, your your president's select team can't go and play Friday then, can they? <laughs> Stand down, Garen Stevens, <laughs> Cookie and Goffey. You won't be playing if if we can see this through. Anyway, uh, we'll keep an eye on the cricket in the next hour. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Uh, we are going to be heading to Buenos Aires a little bit later on. Mm. We've been hearing a, quite a lot about how they feel in Brazil, of course, after uh, what went on yesterday in the game between Argentina and Brazil. I'm sure you're all aware now that Fletcher was just telling you uh, the game was abandoned after some health officials came on after five Early substitution, was there it, really? What, what is, it's just mad we'll, we'll Yeah, we, it, we will. Uh, sure. it it makes no we'll sense, be, sense at all. Uh, Dan Edwards will be joining us from Buenos Aires to tell us what they've made of it in Argentina and what happens to, to those players. Obviously, I have a bit of a vested interest in it. Hmm. Well, I mean, so do you, because Villa have got Chelsea there the week after, haven't they? No, this, is it, this, this Saturday. After, this Saturday yeah. so.
3: They weren't going to play anyway, um, Martinez and Buendia. Right. She's, you know, arch of for
2: Villa, really. Especially Martin, it's a key player, really. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Davison Sanchez is involved in, in this as well, having played for Colombia. So, uh, you yeah, know, they've taken a bit of a hit. Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll be out there. Uh, David Nugent joins us, a man who knows what it's like to score for England, but have limited game time, much mm. as Patrick Bamford uh, did yesterday for me at Leicester City, of course. And Faker others will be joining us as well. Um, our England correspondent also brings you the women's uh, football show on Talksport two every Monday, and uh, we're going to look at the first weekend of the the Women's yeah, Super good. League. Yeah, some decent attendances, some good games. I mean, for a big telly game yesterday. Um, the uh, Arsenal Chelsea was exciting, wasn't it? I mean, well, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> not from my point of view. No, of course not. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll bring you the clips of the month very shortly. But in the meantime, Andy, is there anything you want to share with the class yeah, today? It was an interesting letter to the uh, Guardian <coughs> on Saturday.
3: I don't know if you've seen this con- controversy about suits, about whether people should wear suits for work,
2: the, su- the suit. Uh, and this letter came well, from. Well, this is because uh, along with a lot of the high street suit shops have said mm. they've seen the. the well, because people are, aren't going to work. A lot of branches of M&S are hmm. not going to sell suits because... Uh, because you know, people don't wear suits for Zoom calls. Yeah, well, exactly. Basically, yeah, the, the bottom's fallen out of the market. But this letter came in from Phil Salt
3: in Stevenage. He says suits okay. should be confined to his, consigned to history you think, Well, you normally wear cricket gear. What do you know about it? <laughs> it might not be the, not same, the same one. one in, I right. not it's the quite same an unusual one. name, though, isn't it, yes. really? Uh, but, oh, I'm sure it wasn't him at all. Uh, why does anybody take part in Celebrity SOS Who Wins? dare I, d- I don't think it's called that. I mean <laughs> Nobody wins. Yeah. Well somebody Honestly, must win. I pay you'd have to pay me a million pounds to, to, oh, take I'd
2: part to in see that. that. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see Andy Bloke Ong. shouting at you. What's the point? <laughs> you'd be so bad on it. He'd say, right, Jacobs, do that, and you're not doing that. Get stuck. I really he, how many last about thirty-five yeah. seconds? I, I don't think you'd be, be. I don't think you'd get through the audition, Andy. To be honest, I mean, You see, that a dog scored a goal in Chile. It's a great goal, isn't it? It's yeah, true. Just off it? its back, just yeah. uh, just flicks off its back and sends the keeper the wrong way. And uh, yeah, he's and the dog's gone viral. What about that? Gary Johnson and his pizza. <laughs> it's all, it's the all world's good, isn't gone it? viral.
3: Romeo Beckham made his debut for Inter Milan reserves. He said to me, "What's he like?" I said, well, "Playing for Inter Milan reserves." So what do you think, Milan, think he's like? Inter Milan or Inter Miami? Oh, Inter Miami. Emmy, oh, yeah, okay. I'm writing. Sorry, I'm, it's a cricket. I'm blaming everything on the cricket this afternoon. <laughs> I've slightly stirred, lost him today. Disturbed
2: my equilibrium. Yeah. At one point, I thought well, I might just go and let him sit next door with a <laughs> cup of tea and watch it because it might make life easier for me. It's not good, is yes. it? Really?
3: And And um, yes, and Cruz Beckham's gone public with his new girlfriend. Do they all have to be in the paper? Is it? Is oh, it you seem
2: quite enamoured with a lot I'm of them. You're bringing in a story. Once so you get there, it's their
3: It's just the press can't resist it. Journalism 2.0. Just. Take a look at uh, Rita Ora or Victoria Beckham's Instagram. Nick a picture from it because it's public and then put that in. that's your article. That's half a page. Fantastic. that it works, is not Sounds it?
2: good. Uh, shall we have some clips of the month? Why Andy? not, yeah. Um, clips of the month then from August, so slightly later than we would have planned, but uh, we were here last Monday. So here it is. So these are the best of the clips from uh, August. We've got six for you. Then you can go to uh, tsh and and you can vote on Twitter. So we'll have two semi-finals, three each. Then, of course, the final, and then we'll play the winning clip of the month just before Adrian and Goffy are here at 4 with Drive. And we're going to begin with Alan Brazil on breakfast. And we promise you, this didn't get edited. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, I've got to say a very good morning. Lovely lady, big listener, Rose. So, morning, Rose. Uh, lovely. Um, now, what was I going to say? Um, uh, boxing. Right, we're going to talk boxing as well, aren't we? Cricket. Did you see any of the cricket yesterday? My <laughs> <It's very> scattergun. <laughs> Did lovely Rose, see any any Yeah, the Good cricket? old Rose. Is
3: she like cricket or boxing? We'll never find Rose out. mentioned before, but there you go. Here's Game Day match reporter Simon Humphreys, who we sense may be a Derby County fan.
4: Many fans feel a missing piece in the transfer. Jigsaw was slotted in yesterday following the arrival of midfielder Romain Sawyers on a season-long loan from West Brom. As for Nottingham
2: Forest, who are pointless... A bit harsh, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a bit, really. Yeah, definitely having a pop there. Meanwhile, on the sports bar, Jamie O'Hara was set a quiz question by Perry Groves. So his surname, the first part of his surname, is you wipe your feet when you get into a house. You wipe your feet on a... Rug. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not you're not coming to my house, Jamie. Yes, yeah, so you come in. You can walk straight over the doormat and think I'll oh, just wipe my feet on the rug. Fantastic. No, Cost about fifty grand. That did. Good, isn't
3: it? Yes, this was Spencer Oliver on Fight Night, looking back over a big fight. Well, right, so he was a little bit stationary. He was a little flat-footed, mm. but well, he was loading up. Wasn't he was. He, he was loading he was up.
1: off after round seven,
3: but it become a war of nutrition for the pair of
1: them.
2: You know, they both had to bite down on their gum shields. War of nutrition. Although yeah. if they were loading up, maybe yeah. they were carving up. I don't, I don't know what they were doing. But uh, it's there we really are. Very good, really. Uh, Craig, is it me or you? I think it's me. Okay, no, it's you. Okay, Craig Mitch now with a question about Mo Salah for the former Liverpool frontman Dean Saunders.
1: And I'll give you a further clue because I think this one's tough. He's Brazilian. Spent the best spell of his career with AC Milan.
2: Brazilian. Um, I got it. George Weir that's the wrong clip. The wrong didn't get, clip. A, A, it wasn't uh, Craig. It was Hugh, and it was the wrong clip. But uh, we will attempt to bring you the right clip at some point because I'm always going to be voting. Oh, I think that that's going to win. You're going to be voting for uh, uh, voting for another clip. So, <laughs> uh, while we're, while we're looking for that, or um, yeah. well, not finally, it's not finally, it's not finally at all. It's
3: Rupert Bell who took us all by surprise as he revealed he has Native American ancestry.
2: I have to say, looking through the card tonight, we do have a couple of favourites. Uh, one trained by my brother, Natural Path. I've never met his brother, Natural Path. No, I, met really? I suppose He lives in the States, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Michael, met a number of the Bell family, but Natural Path. I doubt if he rarely gets over here. Anyway, let's bring you that clip. It is Craig Mitch with a question about Mo Salad for the former Liverpool frontman, Dean Saunders. Is he Liverpool's best player? Ever? No, this currently.
1: Yes Would you say he's better than Van Dyck? No
2: (laughs) you never work out the logic of that Of course So there we are Uh, Big Alan getting very scattergun How all rules The boxing The cricket Uh, Forrest being pointless Jamie O'Hara wiping his feet On your favourite rug Spencer Oliver's War of Nutrition which sounds like a sort of super group doesn't it tonight's session uh, uh, Craig Mitch and uh, Dean Saunders Van Dyke etc or um, Rupert Bell's Native American brother um, just go to the, the uh, Twitter feed at uh, TSH and and uh, have a listen or, or vote for your favourite should I say and we'll be certainly bringing you the uh, winner of that just before 4 o'clock so we'll have the two semi-finals vote for your favourites then vote in the final. We'll remind you of that. We'll give you the two finalists in around 25 minutes or so. And then we'll bring you the winner, as we said, just before Goffey and Adrian take over with Drive. England, 177.46. Black, Blacks in the
3: crowd just held up signs. They all had an individual sign each way. What does WinViz say? I'll tell you what he says, says, you might as well go home now. Yes, I would imagine.
2: Uh, I feel the Indian fans are a bit quieter than they were about half well, yeah, an hour ago.
3: So these two have played
2: quite well, actually. Yeah, they have, yeah. Route 32, Wokes 12. We'll head back to John Norman, bring your details of our things on. Famous are. last words. Panning <laughs> out, yeah, you just bocked them when they come back. Wicked. Yeah. Anyway, we'll yeah. find out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast head back to the Oval, get an update on the uh, final day of the a fourth test ball, isn't it? between England and India.
5: Yeah, very shortly the new ball, John, isn't it? Uh, it is, but unfortunately you come to me just as Joe Roots, his innings has come to an end. He's played on first ball, a shot of Takuz, uh, opening second new ball spell, trying to force the ball through the offside. No real foot movement, but it may possibly have either come in a little... Kept a little low either way, and inside edge onto the stumps. Just as he started to think maybe England could get through to the tea break without losing another wicket, but really the heart ripped out of the batting lineup with those four wickets for just six runs. But the man celebrating as things stand, sees in the centre of the huddle Takur Nobody was talking about him ahead of this Test match. Uh, he was brought in. Uh, to uh, essentially provide ballast at the bottom of the uh, Indian batting order, he's done exactly that. Fifties in both innings, and he's weighed in with two big wickets today as well. Could well be player of the match in about three wickets' time. England seven down now, 182 for seven.
3: Disgraceful. Thank you, John. It's disgrace, John. It's nothing short of disgraceful, really. No match fees. For Is that what you? you, you well, you're serious, you've got to do them. something. <laughs> you can't just accept this. You can't accept. On this pitch, it's a 350 pitch, this. Mm. It's a flat, as flat as a pitch could be. Not one player has really been got out by it. One ball, a good ball from to Burns. Everybody else just poor technique, poor play. Even Root, you're counting in there. even Root, it wasn't a great shot. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's tea in the cricket
2: who got the better of that session well that's a very very good question and there's been a wicket just to uh, put the tin hat on it here's John Norman
5: yeah, look, we've had uh, four and a half days of uh, nip and tuck cricket. One team going ahead, only to be pulled back and uh, fall behind the race. But that race has been run now. An explosive middle session, uh, ripping the heart out of the England middle order. Uh, India absolutely rampant, and they did the damage uh, with an old ball. This wasn't new ball stuff, uh, this was uh, over 65 to 80. England losing four wickets for just six runs. The first of them setting the tone for that session. Uh, Hamid bowled for the second time this series by Jadeja for 63. And then it was over to Jasprit Bumrah bowling 90 miles an hour with reverse swing, which is non-existent over the last couple of days, uh, possibly created by Jadeja, uh, consistently throwing the ball um, or bowling the ball into the footmarks uh, at, at the pavilion end. And uh, Bumrah uh, exercised uh, the art with de- demonic effect, uh, castling Ollie Pope, followed by Johnny Bairstow. And when Jadeja weighed in with the key wicket of Ali, it meant England had fallen at the final hurdle in a horrible heat roots and to the final ball of the session wokes have followed it means india need two wickets Uh, we started the day with all four results possible t on day five and there's only one result uh, that is about to happen and that is a comfortable india victory england still 175 runs adrift two hours to bat out India need two wickets, it's 193 for 8 at T on day 5. The Hawksby
2: and Jacobs daily podcast Thanks to everybody who voted in the uh, clips of the month on Twitter, we have our winner it was pretty tight. And thanks for
3: England's batting Yes, that really <laughs> cheered much.
2: Andy up today he's going to go and watch the cricket now. <laughs> Dean Saunders got uh, 49% of the vote, Alan Brazil with his slightly scattergun conversation with himself was the winner, this is A our worthy winner Here it is Uh, What was I going to say? Uh, Oh, yeah, I've got to say a very good morning. Lovely lady. Big listener, Rose. So, morning, Rose. Uh, Lovely. Um, Now, what was I going to say? Um... Uh, boxing right we're going to talk boxing as well aren't we cricket Did you see any of the cricket this <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's
2: all over the place wasn't it yeah. Yeah. golf what about the golf <laughs> the football was fantastic the tennis what a game that was it probably went on for another <laughs> 10 minutes we just didn't get it all anyway thanks for everybody who
1: voted the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast
2: there we are that was this afternoon show uh, Charlie Baker with me tomorrow Andy will be back on uh, Friday um, and the next test match. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just in time for the next test match to start. Yeah. So that'll be good. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. If you can join us uh, tomorrow from One Great, if not podcast available around 4 30. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys
1: every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.